It's the Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows it's the Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. The Pandarin Talk. Everybody knows it's the Pandarin Talk. And welcome back to another episode of the Pandarin Talk. I'm one of your hosts, Jordan Maskey. And with me, as always, a man who this time of year goes by one name, and it's Farmer Sean. <laughs> Sean Dangler. Sean, what's up? How do we do out there? I've been on the farm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, doing, I'm doing well. Jordan, harvest is over. So life is uh, getting back to normal in the sense of I have a normal sleep schedule. I'm not staying at my parents as often. <laughs> So it's pretty good. That's a positive uh, because, as we were talking before, that's not the case for me. So uh, <laughs> positive on your part for getting it done. Um, Sean, was it a rough harvest season, would you say? Um, from the time-wise of how long it took us, no. It, it went pretty smoothly. Um, it didn't seem like it took – like there wasn't any weather, inclement weather that stopped us for a few days or anything like that. We kind of could move along um, from – um business standpoint of uh profit making not as well the uh the beans were probably a little less than what you would want for the yield um corn was very far below um so that that was unfortunate uh good news is we grow seed corn for pioneer and i don't think that was as bad i don't think i'm not sure i don't know that my my dad would have a better idea on that than me uh so overall, it went pretty well. I ate a rock with the combine. That sucked, but that didn't um, delay us too long, fortunately. Okay, okay. Sean, for uh, the city folk at home like myself, yes. can you kind of just explain your normal like day combine in here? Are we talking <laughs> like you're up at the break of dawn and you're out there till midnight? or What, what are we talking about? Okay, so it varies for different farmers, um, but in our circumstance... Well, for beans, though, for beans, pretty much for everyone, you can't start at the crack of dawn because they, the more, the dew or whatever, they can be kind of wet and that can cause the con. It won't work as well to combine them. Um, so you kind of wait till, for us, we'd usually wait till about 11 a.m., maybe a little earlier if it's windier, so it would blow off that wetness dew in the morning a little quicker. But typically, we wouldn't go much before 11 or noon. And so that's that's basically it. And you would go, for us, this is for beans and corn, we, we could go as late um, as the co-op uh, would stay open. We do have bins, but my dad doesn't really like dumping in the bins because basically what happens is you dump in the bins, then you eventually have to take that. There are benefits to you know of, of doing that, but we don't have the large bins like some farmers or like what the co-ops do, you know, where you can like really store it for a long time and store all your crop there. And so like people who have the large bins – you can go all night long because you don't have to rely on the time the co-op's open. The co-op for us, typically, at least, they were only open till six, so we could run till after a little after six, basically, to fill everything back up after my dad would get back from the last run to the co-op, and then we'd be done for the night essentially. But if you have, if you own your own bins, like I said, you can pretty much go all night long, as long as like with the beans, those could start to get wet again, and once they start doing that, you might have to stop. Um, as for corn, corn, you can pretty much almost go at any time of the day. You could get up at the crack of dawn and really start going at it if you wanted to. That does not matter, matter as much if they're as wet. And going into the night, 
uh, those are not as bad either. So overall, uh, corn, you can kind of be, you can have more time to do it. And there's less, I think, issues. This year, there was a few more issues with the derecho uh, solely because the uh, some of the corn had blown down. And so you had to go a little slower through it. And we also put on this like old metal reel looking thing. Like it was just metal bars that spun around to um, push the corn into the, in the corn head more. Otherwise we were having stuff group up and clog and then we'd have to get out, pull that off the a corn head. And so finally we put on this old fucking reel my dad had bought when the first Rachel came through for like 600 bucks that is, just looks like a rusted piece of metal. Um, but it worked. So we got done with that and, yeah, I don't know. That's that's pretty much it. Any more? Did I leave anything out? Are you wondering any of the, more of the process? So I'm just wondering. I, I, you explained the process very well. For a kid who lived in a farming town his whole life, I know zero about farming. <laughs> so that was very informative. Hey, don't feel bad. Um, because I feel like I don't know. When I talk to other farmers, like our um, one of our favorite guests on this podcast, Ryan Rizika, I feel like I know nothing when I'm talking to him because he's been doing it probably longer than I have. It's been, was more active on the farm growing up than what I I was. Growing up, I wanted to be a football star, basketball star. I did not want to be a football star. or <laughs> Football star. Uh, a farming star. Uh, so I'm still learning quite a bit of it too. So uh, don't feel bad. And you're definitely not the only. I don't think – I feel like most people in Iowa, though you've – been on a farm at some point in your life or visited one i think most people don't really understand a lot of how things work and what 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 goes on really oh no i just know when there's nothing showing that's planting season and when there's a lot showing that's harvest season there you go that's that's simple enough um sean last question on your farm in here um what was your main listen in the combine this year Ooh. what were you listening to this year because i know there's a lot of listening time yes I worked through a lot of um, podcasts. I actually started listening to a few more new ones. Um, I started listening uh, to uh, some shorter podcasts. I've realized like, I like listening to podcasts that are an hour, hour and a half. I should say that because ours is usually that. But I also realized like uh, I just wanted to listen to shorter podcasts where I didn't feel like I had to be in it as long. So I found... Um, I think it's it's called it's on the, it's from NPR. It's up first, which is usually just a news podcast. Basically, it's only fifteen minutes long. They usually have like three topics they kind of talk about and of news that happened uh, the the previous day. Um, there's an NPR politics podcast I listen to, uh, and and I listen to a couple other podcasts. Mainly, just it was like when the debate we were harvesting when the debates happened or whatever the quasi. When Trump got um, COVID, I was kind of more interested in this these podcasts. But I listened to the Bakari Sellers podcast, which is on the Ringer, um, and then he's he's like he, he is a politician, Democratic activist, I would almost say at this point. But it's kind of interesting with that. And then to balance myself out to get a side of both sides, I listened to the Ben Shapiro podcast, <laughs> which okay. I, I think I'd listened to it before. And, um, it was, it was nice to have a different, uh, feel, but like, I cannot listen to that podcast that long though. 
I know it's pretty popular along, among a lot of people, but it is so, like, charged with, like, the language is so charged towards, like, the left is trying to kill everyone or something. It's It gets a little over the top at times. Um, but it was interesting to, like, when the vice presidential debate happened, to hear, like, everyone who was so happy how good Kamala did, and then you listen to the Ben Shapiro podcast, and he's just like, Pence fucking owned her. Like, Kamala did nothing. So it was really interesting to <laughs> listen to the dichotomy of the views on on that. Um, outside of all those podcasts, kept up with the huge, usual ones, the Bill Simmons podcast, uh, the Low Post um because they had that obviously the NBA finals were happening, so I was still listening to NBA stuff. And then caught up finally on comedy Bang Bang, uh, which was not really caught up. I had their 10 year anniversary show. They did a 10 hour episode last year. I finally listened, got all of that finished too. Wow. Yeah. I had listened to portions of it. It just took me forever to get through all of it. And so I finished that up, listened to a few How Did This Get Maids. I did listen finally jordan to uh the we hate movies podcast about air force one so i finally got to it i'm sorry jordan i just i maybe i'm partial to how did this get made it's just not as entertaining to me those guys as how did this get made that's fair that's fair um it's it's kind of a different taste i'll, I'll definitely admit so um <laughs> i was uh, I, I was trying to figure out though for some reason what's the Nick Cage movie where he's on an airplane. I cannot think of the name of it. Conair. Conair. Okay. I was like trying to think of it the other day when I was listening to this podcast. I was like, what the fuck is that movie called? <laughs> Which is a great movie. It's a phenomenal movie. Yeah. Um, also is Air Force One. Uh, so, no, I, so that's, I think that's basically all the podcasts I listen to. I guess I could look real quick, but I think that's all the new ones, uh, different ones I listen to. Oh, sorry. I've listened to, uh, I started listening to The Daily, which is a New York Times podcast, which is, again, kind of like usually has a topic each day. Yeah. Um, and then also, what was the other one I had? Oh, there's a Talk of Iowa podcast, which is an Iowa public radio podcast. Well, I think it's a radio show, and then they just take whatever from the show and make it into a podcast. But it's usually Iowa-based topics, which is... I kind of wanted to find one that was just Iowa-specific. And then there's an Iowa politics podcast, too. So, kind of just trying to explore. The only thing that's annoying about these news podcasts is they put out an episode each day. And so, it's like, yeah, I'm not going to listen every day. It was nice when I was working in the Combine, because then it just gave me something new to listen to. So, we'll figure out what I do when I'm not listening to podcasts as much, because I'm not writing in a Combine for... Oh, like seven, eight hours a day, basically. And outside of the podcast, Jordan, I would listen to, if I turned on the radio in the combine, it'd be a cool 105.7. Solid. That's a solid, easy listening for you, man. Yes, it was. Just combine and listening to that. Yes. I I can dig that. I can dig that. Mm. Um, So, wow, it sounds like you listened to quite a bit, Sean. Yes, I did. Kind of... You got you got me hyped. So I got I got to tell you about. So you you said you kind of got into small or shorter podcasts. Yes. Also, sort of did recently. I kind of got into more like a less news podcast than story podcasts. Okay. More story podcasts than news podcasts. Okay. Um. So Wondery, 
this is a uh, like podcast company who I've really gotten into lately. Yeah. They came out with this uh, a while ago now. There's these two podcasts. There's American History Tellers and Business Wars. Ooh. Both of them are about six episodes, about 30 minutes long, and they'll usually go about four or five episodes on a topic. So, uh, for example, Business Wars did like a Nike versus Adidas for six episodes. Okay. Um, kind of went through like the history of the business war. That was really cool. American History Tellers does just random events in history, like the, the Depression, the Revolution, um, some other stuff like that. It's really interesting. It's really quick, easy listen. Um, so if anyone out there is looking, looking for like a nice listen and short podcast, those are really nice ones, I think. So, so is um, Business Wars and American History X? <laughs> American History Tellers. Tellers. Okay. American History X, isn't that a movie? I don't know. I could yes, be wrong. Yes, okay. it is. It's a, it's a movie about uh, neo-Nazis. Oh, okay. Uh, quite different. All right, so American History Tellers and Business Wars. I feel like I may have heard of Business Wars before, but I might have to yeah. check those out, too, if I get time. That's the thing. What's beautiful about being in the combine, I can catch up and listen to all these podcasts, and then outside of that, I just don't listen to podcasts as much. Um, since I'm not when – when I was – Previously employed at CTI, I drove around a lot more so I could get through podcasts, but now I don't drive as nearly as much, so I don't listen to as many. Yeah, I uh, I obviously drive a lot right now. Yes. And I uh, before I even started driving, I was listening to a lot of podcasts, but right. I had a huge backlog of ones. Like, I'm a big guy of, like, when I hear about one I like, I just, like, subscribe to it, and, like, it's on the backlog. Yes. So now I'm being able to work through those. So like this business wars, American history tellers, they each have like 200 episodes at oh, this wow. point already. So yeah. I'm just working my way through those. And then there's another one about like, they went through like every presidential election the U.S. ever had. Really? And that was kind of interesting too. So, um, that's really the last I have about a podcast. We're talking about podcasts <laughs> to listen to Sean. Um, yeah. Do you think, um, with podcasting, I, like I started listening, I think in, Oh God, I think like this is when I worked at Aegon and intern there is when I first started. And so that would have been, I think 2012, I think, no, 2013 maybe. So I've been listening for like seven years. I remember I used to listen though on the computer, like I'd plug in and just listen through the, their website, the Earwolf. That was when I, I started with like comedy bang, bang, basically. Uh, and like, it's still like I know it's it's like more popular than ever right now, but it just seems crazy how long it's been going on like podcasts. But yet still, there are people like it's always a shock to me when people are like podcasts or like what podcast do you listen? To? I'm like you don't listen to podcasts. Like what do you listen to? <laughs> yeah, I uh, it, I'm in the same boat. When people are like, "Ooh, what's a podcast?" Whoa, okay, <laughs> what? Yeah, like. Wh- what do you listen to in the car? Like, do you just listen to the radio or just Spotify the whole time, but not a podcast on Spotify? Like I can understand people not listening to podcasts. It's the same thing about like talk radio, essentially. It's just yeah. a different form of talk radio. Yes, it is. is. But it, it would be like, if someone were like, what's talk radio? It's like, whoa, whoa, whoa what the fuck? You, what do you mean? <laughs> what's talk radio? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think the first time I listened to a podcast was my freshman year of college. And yeah, it was the same thing. I would just listen through, it was IGN and then the Bill Simmons podcast were the first three podcasts I listened to. Yeah. Um, and I would just listen through my computer while studying. Um, and it really seems like here in like the past, like five years, probably it's really boomed. So like, yeah, 
Now, now you hear the joke like everybody has a podcast. It's probably true. Cause everyone, including us, has a podcast. I know. The only thing is, I will say I I was at the forefront. I feel like because I've had a podcast. This this has been going on I think since like twenty fourteen or twenty fifteen. So like I do not feel as bad about it. Um, while you know our listenership, you know I wish it was a little higher than what it is. It's still good. I I appreciate everyone who does listen. Um, I am proud that I, you know, I didn't start this last year that I've, I've been, I've been sticking to it and we've been doing, we've been hammering it home basically. Yeah. Yeah. Especially Sean here. I, I know there's some people out here who listen to, uh, ours and some people listen to every one of them. Um, I would recommend giving the episodes I'm not on a listen cause they're really good. Um, yeah. Sean's got a lot of great podcast ideas out there with a lot of different people. So yeah, the what a pitch um, ones are pretty fun and so all oh, that. They're good ones. I, I enjoy those ones myself. Actually, so, um, we, we actually spun that off into its own separate one feed now, too. Well, it still exists in this feed, too. There's actually just a what a pitch feed. Damn. Damn. They're hitting it big, guys. Um, <laughs> you, you guys listen right now. Just remember when Sean and the what a pitch guys hit it big, you know? <laughs> uh, we'll see. It's not like – I feel like most people do not make it big as podcast. The big thing to do in podcasting – is to go on like tour or whatever. That's basically how you make money, I think, with podcasts. That's a thing. Well, like, how did this get made? You know, they originally just started out doing all theirs like in studio, but like, obviously, right now in a pandemic, they can't. But before that, it almost it seemed like every podcast was always them out on the road going on tour, and that's I assume that's how they made most of their money. Fuck, man, this podcast we're talking about podcast segment is uh, really opening my eyes here, Sean. We. <laughs> I don't we know. I'm not sure how we can translate our show to go on tour, but <laughs> uh, we can um, certainly think about it. Yeah, we'll consider that. We'll, we'll, uh, <laughs> if you want us to uh, come to your town, let us know, and we'll come podcast, even at your house. Just pay us something and beer or whatever. We'll come. Oh, you pay me in beer. I'll, I'll, I'll sit and podcast. I don't even need a mic, man. I'll just podcast <laughs> acoustic. <laughs> podcast acoustic. Oh. Uh, uh, yeah, Sean, I guess we could probably get into the subject for the day um, instead of just talking about podcasts. And, um, you know, that would be a very interesting podcast. We should have, a, we should do that sometime. Um, dive a little deeper than we just did. Um, okay. Anyway, Sean, um, the NFL, it's up and running um, for now. Like maybe another week we, we'll be saying that isn't the case. Um, I'm still, hey, I'm still confident they're going to go all, all season, that they're not going to cut it short. Like I'm still confident in that. Oh, I, I – I definitely agree. I think it's definitely going to go all season. I know but there's a alarm. I know there's alarmists that are like, "Oh, it feels like we're gonna like." I was like the Bill Simmons podcast. He was like saying he thought the season was going to get canceled. I'm like, that's just not going to happen. Yeah, Bill's kind of turned into a crotchety old man. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I, <laughs> I like you, Bill. If you're listening out there, Bill, I like you. You're kind of turned into a crotchety old man sometimes, um, and I think he he'd admit that. Um, yeah. But it is kind of a red flag right now, like. Essentially, like, the past two weeks up to now, it's, like, a lot of facilities are getting infected with COVID. Yes. Um, and they, like, kind of don't know how to stop it at this point because they don't – they're not willing to, like, stop the games. But, mm-hmm. like, they need to. Like, these people just need to, like, quarantine, essentially. Yeah. And because right now I think it's just spreading from facility to facility here. And some of it, I'm sure, is outside factors bringing it into these facilities. But it's uh, it's kind of blowing up right now. Yeah. A little bit. I mean, there no game this week has been canceled yet, right? 
No, but I mean, the week itself is very affected by it. Like the Thursday, the Thursday night game has moved to Monday. Oh, is um, that what, why there was no Thursday game? I didn't know that. Yeah, because I think it was supposed to be Bills Chiefs on Thursday night, and the Bills played on Tuesday. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Um, and then like the Patriots Broncos game got moved to this week. Um, some games got moved out of this week. Um, okay. So I think most of it's okay. Uh, I think people are like the Bills are kind of pissed because they were going to be like lucky enough to have the Chiefs on a short week and shit like that. Now they have a, the Chiefs on an extra long week and they're on a short week and yeah. Um, obviously the Broncos and the Patriots are pissed because they like practice all week and then they had a bye. Somehow like they essentially didn't get a bye week. Yeah. Um, but I'm, I'm like you said, I'm confident the season will go on. I'm hoping they can figure this out and get like a better scenario going on where these people get infected. Um, yeah, I mean, right I, now it doesn't seem like it's working. Yeah, it's yeah. I mean, unless they go to, they're not going to go to a bubble. But it's essentially it's just like the people on these teams just have to be more diligent and know they can't put their team at risk by getting themselves sick on accident and getting other people sick. Yeah, I think for the most part it seems like they are, but it all takes that one person who brings yeah. in and doesn't know. And then, like, you have that five days of just, like, nobody knows who actually has it and who, like, doesn't have it. Like, mm-hmm. And they're, they've started to test on game day, which is something I, I'm surprised, like, why the fuck were you doing that before? <laughs> yes. Um, <laughs> seems like you should be testing every single day. Yeah, it, it seems like, oh, we're going to test six days a week, but not the day that they're actually coming into contact with another team. Yeah. Um, so, I don't know. I, I think they're trying. I really think they're trying hard. Um, it's just, I'm tired of seeing this stuff, like, pop up. You know, just <laughs> get your shit done. So, I don't have to hear about your, this is me, this is my crotchy old man. I don't want to hear about your COVID stuff during my football games, man. <laughs> Fair so, enough understandable um, <clears throat> um t- talking about the actual like teams here sean yes. um we're what five weeks in now yeah um, i think we talked six. about this a couple weeks ago um what what have you been surprised with this early in the season oh oh i i think that i will start with this because it affected my fantasy football team the most is that Dak prescott broke his ankle last week or whatever the injury was. I think it was a broken ankle. But um, that was a bummer for me. <laughs> yeah, I I, uh, I don't think you're the only one who has a bummer on that, Sean. I think Dak Prescott was also pretty bummed. <laughs> I know. I should really feel worse him. It does suck for Dak because he was playing on a contract year. This is like the thing where players get so fucking pissed why like Le'Veon Bell held out when he was with the Steelers. is because you play and then you get hurt and it automatically depresses your value, basically. Uh, and so, yeah, it really sucks for the Cowboys though. Like I forgot Andy Dalton was their backup and I'm like, you know, that's not the worst backup to have since he was like an okay starting quarterback. And like, they do seem the Cowboys do have their offense of skill wise seems pretty good. So I I don't think there's going to be, I can't see the Cowboys having a huge drop off, especially in the NFC East where like. God, it's whoever can get to eight and eight, basically, at this point. 
Man, I think it's less than that. I bet I I think the winner of that division wins less than five hundred. Is less than five hundred this year. It wouldn't shock me. The, I'm shocked at how bad the Eagles are. Yeah, that that was a surprise to me too. Um, I didn't think they'd be awesome, but I didn't think they'd be bad. And yeah. they're all all four of those teams are just bad. Oh yeah, they are not good. I watched. Oh, I forget who the Giants were playing last week, but I watched a little of that game and yeah. It's. I just saw Danny Dimes just get. He got sacked and fumbled the ball, and it's like, oh man, that is not good. <laughs> Sounds like he's yeah. turnover prone too. So, uh, yeah, that, that's. I don't think Danny Dimes is the Giants' quarterback for the future. That I guess that's what I was trying to prove or say. Yeah, I a, I'm not gonna make a judgment on him quite yet. He's not good right now, but their team is also very bad. Yeah. So. So. I don't know. That's. That's another thing. Otherwise, Jordan, the NFC West, uh, I think your Rams are in pretty good position. Um, I, I mean, the Seahawks. I didn't know. I didn't realize they were five and zero. But I think the 49ers are kind of toast. And the Cardinals, I don't think they're as good as what we thought they were at the beginning of the season. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, I think the division itself was a little overrated at first, mostly because, well. I don't know if it was overrated. The, the 49ers are like injury ravaged, so their team is not the same. Yeah. Um, the hype train on the Cardinals, which I don't think either of us was really on, no. um, was a little high. But yeah, the Seahawks have been good. Their defense isn't very good, but their offense is like Russell Wilson is really good this year. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, the Rams have been good. I am a little skeptical because for their all their wins actually have come against the NFC East. <laughs> Okay, that's that's a right to be skeptical. <laughs> so, like, yeah, they've looked good, but the NFC East is a tire fire. So, like, yeah. I we'll see. They should play the 49ers this week and beat them, and then they have a pretty tough schedule coming up. But they've looked good against they look good against this inferior competition. Yeah. So I don't know. They just have to we'll look see. good against the uh, better competition. Yeah, and I mean, you got four wins out of it. So really, you need probably eight or nine wins in the NFL to make the playoffs. So you're halfway there. Like, you did your job. You beat the bad teams. So mm-hmm. now you just got to somehow beat some good teams, too. Oh, yeah. No, that makes sense. Uh, I, I, Yeah, I, I, I think the Rams, it's, it appears their defense. Let me look. It looks like they've given up the least. Oh, no, the Steelers and Ravens have given up, and the Colts have given up least. But they're like seem to be one of the top defenses in the league. It looks like, but they also are playing yeah. the NFC East. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. You gotta take all this with a grain of salt right now. Um, but I think I saw this week they're ranked number four in uh, by PFF in offense and defense. Oh, that's Whatever good. stock you put in PFF, so they've they've been good this year. Their offenses look like Jared Goff looks really good this year. He's just kind of. Well, run the system very well. Yeah, so. it looks like they actually have a running game, and their offensive line is actually making a push. Um, unlike in uh, seasons past, I or la- like last season, like Todd Gurley couldn't do shit, but they at least have a running game that it seems like people can run the ball a little better, and the offensive line's getting more push, and that's why they're doing better this year. <laughs> Their offenses. Yeah, yeah. The announcer guy last week was uh, he actually did he said something really good, which like Sean, like when you watched the the Rams game with me, yes. Usually they get like the C squad announcers on it, so you don't get much good commentary out of a Rams game usually. Yeah. But they did make some good comments about like when they went to the Super Bowl, they were like a zone blocking like team, which is like side to side, you know, uh, athletic linemen 
Last year they tried that, but they sucked, so they were getting pushed back. Well, this year they kind of moved to like a like power blocking, so like moving forward blocking. Yes, um, and it's really helped them, I think, with the rushing attack. And I think they still are doing the zone stuff, but it's more like forward than sideways. And it's really their offensive line has benefited a lot from it because they're a little bigger and stronger on the line than they were last year. So it okay. helps, I think. Well, that's good to hear. Yeah, looking promising for them. Yeah, yeah, we'll see. Um, then you got so this is at this point in the season. I need to say I was wrong on the Packers. Yeah, they've looked really good, and I didn't think they'd be very good. I don't remember what I said about the Packers, but I think I also did not think they'd be this good. I don't. I thought you put them in like the Super Bowl or something like that, Sean. Oh, maybe I did. I don't remember. Someone listened to it and let me know. I thought I picked the Vikings over the Packers, though. I think you did, but I think you picked the Packers oh. to go to the Super Bowl still. Okay. Well, I was very wrong on the Vikings. <laughs> yeah, me too. I, uh, <laughs> I I thought the Vikings would be a lot better than they are. Um, and I thought the Packers would come down to earth and that the Lions would be better than the, the Bears. And I was completely wrong about this division. I had no idea, apparently. Yeah, it's been, uh, it's been interesting. Uh, yeah, certainly the Packers have looked um, very well. Uh, I do think the Bears, I still feel like they might be fool's gold. It looks like they only have scored five more points than, they, they, than they've given up, and they're 4-1. So I feel like they're, they'll, they'll come back to earth still. Yeah, I think they're not good either. But the thing about, like I was saying with the Rams, like you only need like eight or nine wins. So if you can squeak out four wins that you shouldn't have, yeah, you're halfway there to the playoffs. That know? is true. So, um, I can see him getting a playoff spot and being like a bad team still. So mm-hmm. we'll see. Um, AFC wise. Um, hey, Sean, uh, what about the NFC oh, South? Tampa Bay. Okay, we want to talk. Yeah. So we can talk about that. Um, that division's not good. I don't think. I think, it's, <laughs> I think it's all very bad. I think we overrated every team in that division. I, I agree. Uh, Drew Brees, I think is wash. I think unfortunately he is not as good as he used to be i regret taking him in my fantasy football draft but now i'm forced to start him with golf fine with golf but i had Dak prescott actually i I still might be starting Andy dalton over drew Brees this week (laughs) Uh, but like drew Brees, he has not been that well in fantasy um as is matt ryan i have him on another team and he has not been good who fired their coach so dan quinn finally got fired like i don't know a year or two late Yeah. You should have been fired last year. Yeah, but that's the definition of, like, everybody likes this guy, so everyone wants him to succeed, but, like, it just wasn't happening. Like, that, they need to get a change of scenery for everybody there. Yeah. It needs to happen, so. Um, he'll, he'll be a good defensive coordinator somewhere next year, probably. I mean, I will say the Panthers have been better than I thought they would be, especially considering they lost Christian McCaffrey, which I'm fine with. I picked up Mike Davis on my fantasy football teams, and he's done fucking well for me. <laughs> Has helped me lead me to some wins. That's fair. Uh, I, I I don't think any of us had big hopes for the Panthers, and they've been pretty decent. Yeah. Um, I can't say I've actually watched any of their games or like <laughs> seen any of their games, but I see that they win. So. Yes. And Tampa um, Bay, I don't know. They just commit a lot of penalties. Um, Tom Brady is also kind of wash, but again, yeah, I haven't really watched many of their games to know that well i do have godwin and he's been hurt which i've not been a fan of yeah the the bucks i'm 
don't know. At the end of the year, you, you heard a lot of people go like, hey, don't base your theories off what you see at the beginning of the year. And now they're still saying that. So I'm curious here in the next couple of weeks, like you can't be saying that all year. So like mm-hmm. eventually stuff's got to come home to roost, you know. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. I, I'm going to hold out my opinion on them for a few more weeks, but they haven't been good early in the year. They've no. been average at best. So. Yes. Um, yeah, Sean, and then the AFC, um, the Chiefs are really good. Um, yes. And I was probably wrong about the Chargers at this point. Well, we also have to <laughs> – yes, you were. Uh, yes, you were. <laughs> Shocking. <laughs> they, they've been competitive, though. That's the thing. That's true. Like, They've been so close. Like every game, it's like, man, this is definitely a Chargers winning. Like they, they Chargers it up and lose it, man. They, I like Herbert. They, even though Tyrod Taylor got screwed out of starting position, uh, starting quarterback job because a doctor put a punctured his lung. Yeah, because um, they stabbed him in the lung. <laughs> Herbert's. I like Herbert. I actually picked him up in my dynasty league. I'm in, and I'm pretty fucking happy about it. So. uh that that part, yeah, it looks like they only lost to the Saints by three, the Bucks by seven, the Panthers by five, the Chiefs by three, and the, well, they beat the Bengals by three. So I don't know. It is a mixed bag for them. Yeah, I also I want to call some attention out that like whoever's running their like uh, doctor facility or whatever their health department there, yeah, trying to keep people healthy. Um, what's going on? Because it has been like 10 years of these guys not being able to stay healthy. What is going on in that organization? I don't know. Apparently they need to invest in some uh, doctors or and stuff. Uh, yeah, it's, it's not great. Uh, what do you think, though? I didn't realize that I knew Le'Veon Bell got released. I did not realize until yesterday he, the Chiefs actually picked him up, which is unfair, I feel like. Yeah. Um, I it's probably going to help the chiefs. It's going to be one of those things that like, I think it'll help the chiefs, but only to an extent, like a little bit, we're not going to be like talking about if they win the super bowl, like oh, Le'Veon Bell, put them over the top. Like, no, nah, this is just like, it's like the same thing as with Sean McCoy last year. When I heard they signed him, I'm like, Oh fuck. They really? got Sean McCoy. Yeah. Le'Veon and Bell's like, like only 28 years old. Yeah. But what have you done for me lately? <laughs> He played for the fucking Jets. That's what he did. That was his problem. I don't think that's his fault. I think he was and in he's a system. He's 28 years old. He's a running back, so he's like 45. No, he was in a system where the fucking coach hated him, and Gase is a terrible coach. And so, like, I think Le'Veon Bell, this could be a Randy Moss, New England Patriots situation. That's what I think might happen. Is this is just going to turbocharge the Chiefs. I, I don't think so. I for one, I, I don't know what he changes about that offense enough to like help He's it that Le'Veon much. Bell. Like, do you not remember when he played for the Steelers? He was by far the best like uh, running back in the league. They already had a Le'Veon Bell like back with the that rookie, and it didn't like it changed one game for him. Otherwise, it's like, hey guys, he's, he's we're a, still just gonna. He's a rookie though. Le'Veon Bell is a professional. Professional. He's a rookie running back. It's the same thing. Ah. No, I, I I disagree with you, Jordan. I think Le'Veon Bell, well, I don't think he's going to be like, you know, like absolutely um, like the f- main focal point of their offense. I will say I think he's going to like fucking dominate this year. That's what I'm saying. All right. I'm going to, that's fair, Sean. I, 
I, you just compared him to Randy Moss to the Patriots. I just want to, I just want to throw that out there. I, uh, I, I, I'm close to it. He might not be completely there, but he's goddamn close. Like, I think it could, we could see something fucking crazy happen. Okay. Um, I think by week, like, 16, they're going to be like, and, uh, oh, yeah, and by the way, Le'Veon Bell's on the team, too. You <laughs> forgot, because it doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, I think he's still just throwing the ball at Tyree Kill and fucking Travis Kelsey. Yeah, and Le'Veon Bell. No, I don't <laughs> Uh, I, I, it will not hurt. Don't get me wrong. It will not hurt, but it's not that big. I don't think it's that big of a deal. I think it's a big deal. Uh, maybe. I, I like Le'Veon Bell. I hope hope he does well there, but I, I don't think so. <laughs> Alright. Um, yeah, um, also, well, I just wanted to say in that division, the Raiders yeah. might be good. They might be good. Yeah, they, they might be, because who did they, they recently... They beat the Chiefs actually, which is surprising. Um, yeah, I they could be. I don't know. I've they've never seemed to be that good with old Johnny Gruden, but who knows? They might they might just be Jordan. Yeah, I mean they might be good. They they could also be not good. That's, that's the thing. But I, um, <laughs> yeah, we're great analysts. <laughs> they might be good. Yeah, they, could, they might could not be good. Be, good. be bad. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh, but I, I think they're probably okay. I think they're a fringe playoff contender at this point. Yeah. Oh, I, so. I agree with that. That's that's a true point. The Broncos, they are not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Broncos are bad. That's uh Did you bad. did you know Well the Broncos signed Blake Bortles. I think they just released him again now. I did not know he was on the Broncos. Also, I did not know Joe Flacco was starting for the New York Jets. <laughs> Yes, I did. I knew both those things. Um, what is Sam Darnold hurt or? Honestly, I don't follow the Jets that well. I just know that Joe Flacco was starting for. I should. I'm gonna look that up because, like, if they took Sam Darnold out just because he wasn't playing well for uh, Sam Jack or for uh, Joe Flacco, that is not good. Yeah, that probably says something about your organization. If you're like, hey, you know this rookie quarterback who has some potential. Yeah, we're not going to start him. We're going to start Joe Flacco, the guy who got washed up by the Broncos last year. Yeah, and, and the Ravens the year before that. Joe Flacco, aka the most dominant Division Two college football player I've ever seen in person. Who is Joe Flacco? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's not D two. He's D one subdivision, whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, Delaware baby, University of Delaware. Yeah, he was a man against boys against you and I. I think I say that every time we bring him up on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to like figure out if he's hurt, but I cannot actually find out. All I see are trade rumors to Indy. They want to take the Jets would rather tank and have Trevor Lawrence. Um, so I'm not really sure. It's not well. It looks like okay. It looks like last week he was hurt. He had a shoulder injury, but um, God, Joe Flacco. That is that is rough. Poor Joe. Yeah, I, I'm not gonna say poor Joe. That guy's made a lot of money over his career for being an average starting quarterback. So <laughs> that's uh, that is true. He he uh, he made a lot of money. Let me go to the. Let me go. Can you name the Denver Broncos quarterbacks? Ooh, is it uh Brett Repeen or whatever his <laughs> name is? Yes. He is. Yeah. I, and then I mean, you probably know Drew Locke, who's the star. Do you know who their third string quarterback is? Who was a third string who probably getting... who probably beat out um, fucking Give Blake Bortles? Give me a hand. He played for the University of Florida. Oh, Florida! 
Um, not Tim Tebow. Not Tom Tim. Uh, Tim Tebow. I don't. I don't know. I think he played. Let me confirm. I, I'm pretty sure he played for Florida. Um, yeah, are you, are you giving me crappy information? Okay, here, he did play for Florida. He also he. Wait, did he end his career? He ended. He did not end his career at Florida. I guess he was a senior grad transfer. I didn't know he did this um, for Louisiana Tech, which probably does not help you. Ooh, uh, no, it does not. <laughs> okay, what about this? He was selected by the Boston Red Sox with the 863rd pick of the 2013 Major League Baseball draft. Oh, yeah. Let me just get on my spreadsheet for past <laughs> baseball fucking drafts. No, that doesn't help me, Sean. Okay. Uh, in 20, from 2016 to 2019, he played for the Cincinnati Bengals. So probably that's back that's up to Andy Dalton. That's not helpful. Oh, wait. No. That's not A.J. McCarron. A.J. McCarron no. played for fucking Bama. And then um, in 2019, he also played for the Detroit Lions. <laughs> this is 0% helpful, Sean. <laughs> okay, fine. It's Jeff Driscoll. <laughs> Jeff Driscoll? Oh, fuck. I do remember Jeff Driscoll. <laughs> yeah, see? I mean, I knew who he was. Uh, oh, yeah, I know, who, I know who he is once I hear his name. <laughs> oh, man. People just listen to us try to figure out who Jeff Driscoll is. Someone out there is like, God damn it, it was Jeff Driscoll the whole time, Jordan. Kudos to that person who knows Jeff Driscoll's biography way better than I do. So, yes. Um, yeah. Okay. There's that. Uh, NFC North. I didn't realize that all there are three teams in NFC North that all have four wins. That's pretty impressive. AFC, AFC North. Yes. Did I say NFC? I meant AFC. Could just be my, could be my headset. Uh, but, yes. I didn't realize the Browns were four and one. I'm, I just assumed they sucked this year so far. <laughs> yeah, they're good. The Browns are good. Uh, well... I shouldn't say they're good. They've looked good this looked good so far. They've looked competent. Yeah. Um, I mean they've beat the Bengals, uh the Redskins fuck the professional football team, uh, the Cowboys and the Colts. So it's not like they're they have defining wins and they got absolutely smoked by the Ravens. Yeah, see that's the one that keeps holding me up. Like I felt good about them. All the other weeks, obviously, because they won. But, yeah. like, that, they just got demolished by the Ravens week one. Yeah. And you wonder if that's just, like, a aberration that – I don't think I use that word right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you wonder if that's just, like, a – I don't know. It's I, not like I, I know what you're they saying. Are. Yeah. yeah. People out there who know the English language better than me apparently know what I'm trying to say but can't say. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> you wonder if that was – like not who they are, or if that was just like week one slip up, or if that's actually who they are. So um, they play the Steelers this week, and that should be pretty telling. At least like if they're good, if they yeah. if they stick with them, or if they beat them. Um, I'm also not sure who the Steelers have beat because they were supposed to be the Titans. That was going to be like their big like show me game, and then that got postponed. Obviously. Okay, so, so the Steelers have beaten the New York Giants, the Denver Broncos, Houston Texans, and the Philadelphia Eagles. <laughs> So, Sounds like a whole lot of nobody. Yes, pretty much. Uh, you haven't beat anyone that I would say is respectable yet. Sean, Sean, I got a question for you. Yeah. Has anybody beaten anybody? Because I think this is like the <laughs> sixth team that we've done this with. Uh, like the Chiefs beat the Ravens. That's it. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at the Ravens schedule, and they pretty much haven't beaten anyone. Um, let's look at the Bills. I... 
Well, the Bills lost to the Titans, but they beat the Rams and the Raiders. So I guess you could say that. I don't know. <laughs> so the Raiders have beaten the Chiefs and the Saints. Yeah. Ooh, we, we, we both just agreed the Saints aren't as good as we thought they were. Yes. Um, Sean, here's a little just throw a wrench in all of this. Is it possible that nobody's good? <laughs> I, that might yeah. be it. No one in the league Everybody is good. Everybody in the NFL is bad. They're all bad. Every team, all 32 teams are bad. Damn, I, we should end the podcast on that. The NFL is, <laughs> all the teams are bad. They're all bad. But, no, I, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Some some of them, some of them are going to be good. You got to um, be good. Yeah, that's just how Peter pro sports work. You know, some are good and some are bad. Um, I don't know. The Raven. I think the Ravens are, <laughs> um, yeah. Some are good. We're great analysts here. Some are good. Some are bad. Uh, the The Ravens have looked. Uh, I think the Ravens are actually pretty good because they've they've scored 149 points and they have 76 points against. Then that is a pretty big differential. I feel like so. I do think the Ravens yeah. will actually be pretty good. Um, so I, I like them. Uh, if we move to the AFC South. Um, the Titans are 4-0. Again, like last year, I had no idea that the Titans... I mean, I knew they were going to be good, but like I just don't pay attention to the Titans at all. Um, I will say last weekend, and this is because I don't, I don't see the Titans on TV, but last weekend, so, you know, for those who live in Iowa, we listen... We basically... On, NFC, uh, on Fox, it's the NFC, so we either get um, pretty much either the Bears or the Vikings, sometimes the Packers or the Lions. Um... And CBS is always the Chiefs, basically, for the noon game, if they're playing. Yeah, Chiefs or Colts. Like, occasionally it's a Colts game. Yeah. So, but the funny thing is, last weekend the Bears had played on the Thursday. And, like, I think the Vikings were the night game. I think Packers had a bye. I don't know if maybe Lions had a bye or whatever. They, The game was the fucking Eagles and the Steelers. <laughs> I was like... This is such a weird Sunday noon game to be watching in Iowa. That is weird. Um, that'd be like watching like the Falcons and the Panthers. Yeah, it's play. like I am nowhere near these teams. <laughs> that would be that is weird. I've kind of fallen out with like. Uh, so I bought Sunday ticket a few years ago. Changed yeah. my world. Uh, so now I like essentially never watch the game that is on TV. Oh, okay. Fair. It's always like, yeah, like you said, the Bears are the Vikings. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to watch these guys play. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, yeah, I don't know. It was it was kind of uh, it was weird. I that's it's been a long time. I expect it's kind of out of CBS because the Chiefs will play better games. So like, I expect to see some usually like Broncos action maybe sometimes. But like, I never expected on Fox to see a fucking Steelers Eagles game. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, how was it? How was it? I didn't like, watch. I didn't watch much of it. I honestly went to see. I like Fox's. I like watching Fox's broadcast more than CBS. But I went to CBS because I think a Chiefs game. I don't know if they were on. Whatever. I just was like, this is too weird for me. Yeah, yeah. I, I would have probably done the same thing. I do agree with you though. The Fox's broadcast, I like a lot more. It. CBS seems like it hasn't changed its broadcast since like 1993. <laughs> yes. It doesn't feel that fresh. And you know what? I don't mind listening to some crazy Terry Bradshaw, some Howie Long, and Jimmy Johnson Skyping in from fucking uh, his Florida house. 
Though yeah. I I will say like Jay Glazer can be a little much for me. <laughs> oh yeah, I all those people can be a little much, and the like. I'll say this: the B and C team on Fox is probably worse than B and C team on CBS. Who's the B and C team on Fox? Fuck me, I don't know their names. <laughs> I just know they're not Joe Buck and Troy. <laughs> I will say you're probably right because I think the B and C team. One of the people on the B and C team. For CBS is Ian Eagle, and I actually really enjoyed listening to Ian Eagle. I've listened to a few podcasts he's talked about. He's he's a pretty funny guy, so I don't mind him. And yeah, I don't, th- why don't they just fucking bring up Gus Johnson to do some more NFL games? <laughs> like I know he man, works for Fox. You're preaching to the choir, man. Preaching to the choir. Like, whoever you know who got shafted the most ever, Gus Johnson. He used to be top play-by-play for March Madness. He used to be. Like NBA, I don't know. He just he only does like fucking college, like the f- college football on Sunday or Saturdays, basically. He, you know? he essentially does like Big Twelve games too. Yeah, like, and it's like that's not as fun. Gus Johnson's, oh, he's fucking tremendous. I agree. I agree. Bring him up. He's got running um, from the cop speed, <laughs> which I don't think a white announcer could say that. <laughs> probably not. Um. Hey, while, while we're giving notes on these uh, stations here, CBS, I don't know if it's my antenna or what, but your cameras, improve your camera, man. <laughs> what? what? Doesn't come through it, for you? It just seems like less high def, you know, like more grainy. Like, really? why, why does every game I watch on CBS look like it's fucking raining outside? <laughs> I've never noticed that. I'll, I'll try to look today when I'm watching. I'm telling you, and this is, this is a Fox bias on my part, but the Fox broadcast looks clear okay fair i'll i'll uh, i i will definitely try to look at that today and see if i can see a difference yeah do it, it wait maybe it's just me but <laughs> i think the fox broadcast broadcast is clear okay so. what about do you have any thoughts on the nbc sunday night football oh nbc's nbc is primo man it is that's that's the best but they only do like one, you know, they only have the one game a week or whatever. They're not doing, you know, a potential game of the week. So, like, I feel, and they, they like, they only have it, they have just a dedicated crew for one show. So, they, that's why I feel like they can have a better show, basically. Yeah. Just the game show. Like, as in, like, the studio show of it, I, I think Fox is still better. Yeah. Than NBC, I agree. But the only thing that annoys me, but this happens on all these shows, is just how much they laugh on these TV shows. Like, they say the dumbest thing, and then all of them are like, oh! <laughs> and they just, like, die laughing. It's like, I don't think that was that funny. <laughs> yeah, they just have, like, in their earpiece, just like, keep laughing. Keep, keep laughing. laughing. Keep laughing. Keep laughing. Now, have you watched... I guess we have, because you came over and watched it that one night, but have you watched the... Uh, Monday Night Football anymore. What are your thoughts on Monday Night Football? Um, at best, it's the C show of the week. <laughs> but is it better without Booger? I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's not saying much, which I've listened to Booger McFarlane talking like podcasts like since then. Seems like a really cool guy. Yeah. Just, he was not good on Monday Night Football. All right. Fair. And he, he admits that. So, uh, yeah, it's better without him. It's, okay. it's still not good. Like, I I hear him though when I'm watching like highlights of a game or like I'm you know during the halftime of a college football game I'll like hear his voice. I'm like, oh, there's Booger. He's he's still employed though. That's good for him. 
Yeah, Booger's got it set over at ESPN. I think people at ESPN like Booger, which, yeah. to be fair, like I said, I listen to him on a podcast. I like Booger, so. Yeah. Okay, well, that was a long digression. AFC South, any thoughts on it? Titans are 4-0, Colts are 3-2, Jags, Tex, Texans are both 1-4. No, I, I think the Titans are probably just good, and did, uh, Colts did, are maybe okay. Did the Texans, man, they let Bill O'Brien just completely burn down their franchise on his way out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah he, he traded I, deandre hopkins started and four and just fucking got fired <laughs> you know i think and i'm not the first person or the hundredth person to say this but like bill o'brien the gm got bill o'brien the coach fired because like bill o'brien the coach wasn't bad like he was a decent coach yeah but bill o'brien the gm just fucked things up <laughs> okay that might be true haven't we learned enough though in you know the NBA and the NFL? Like a coach should never also be just the GM too. Like that just doesn't work. Yeah. So one thing I think people keep forgetting about this. Like I don't think that was the plan originally. Like for anybody, the whole plan was to like poach that guy from New England, and yeah. New England was like, no, 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 we're calling like some tampering shit on you guys, and like they couldn't then. Yeah. Like I don't think that was ever the plan was like, Bill O'Brien was like, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to get this guy fired. And mm-hmm. then we're not going to be able to hire the guy we want. So then I'll be the only guy left. So I'm just going to get the job. Like, okay. I don't think that was the reasoning. And maybe it was. Maybe Bill O'Brien is some fucking Machiavellian fucking planner <laughs> over there. But well, I don't think that's it. Not not good of a planner on the football field or as a GM because he clearly got himself fired. Yeah. I, Baby Romeo Cornell is back in charge. Thought he was... Gone, he's still there. I'm sure he was like, you get, you get serious? You're going to give me the fucking head coaching job? <laughs> have, you se- have you seen me, coach? I'm not that good. He's like, you remember that one time I did it, and then they gave me the head coaching job, and I went 2-14 and 14 the next year? <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Yeah, so. Uh, uh, I feel like he's pretty, Romo Cornell, he's like 74 now or something, so I do feel like he probably will not get the head coaching job next year. Yeah. Well, it's pretty old. Uh, and yet, our presidents are both going to be older, whoever wins. Uh, AFC East. Um, the uh, This is the last one. Bills are 4-1. and one, Patriots are 2-2. Two and two, Dolphins 2-3. and three, And the Jets, not surprisingly, are 0-5. So, I guess my main question is, does Adam Gase get fired this week if he, gets, if he loses? Um... No. What what is stopping the Jets from firing him? Their owner is like across the sea dealing with fucking like uh, foreign relations shit and doesn't give a fuck about his NFL team right now. Probably. All right. I thought their owner. I thought they passed it to his brother for the time being, but maybe his brother still actually makes the. Oh, did decisions. they? Maybe then. Then they're. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I think you're right. That seems like something that would have had to happen. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. The Jets are real bad. I do not like Adam Gase. It seems like it is surprising how this guy still has a job because it seems like everyone thinks he's a terrible person and he just like pisses people off. Like, did you see? I just was reading last night that like Greg Williams, <coughs> great defensive coordinator, head of the Bounty Gate, fucking idiot. Um, Greg Williams is their D coordinator and was like sent like a cryptic tweet. Basically, it was like. Um, shading Adam Gase that the offense sucked too much, and that's why his the defense kind of sucked, 
which I don't really agree with that. I think Greg Williams is... I don't understand how he has a job. It seems like he's flamed out at, like, his previous three or four jobs. <laughs> I don't know. He was well-liked by the Rams when he was there. Yeah, but um, that's, like, before... Was that before or after Bounty Gate? That was right after Bounty Gate. Oh, okay. <laughs> like... Um, so I'll listen to like the Chris Long podcast and he like swears by Greg Williams. Like they love Greg Williams there. They almost gave him the job over McVay. Like it was him and McVay were in like running. Really? Yeah. So like he was, he, he's liked by players in the league. Um, he didn't do very well in Cleveland, uh, but he did do well last year when I think they fired Freddie Kitchen. No, they, when they fired Hugh, Hugh Jackson. Jackson, he was their interim coach. Yeah. So like maybe Freddie Kitchen's got the, all the credit that Greg Williams is supposed to get. Maybe it was all Greg Williams, man. Yeah. I guess I'm looking at it now. So he, I, man, he's had a crazy career. Like he's, he's done well for himself. He was the D coordinator for the Titans. I think maybe when they, when did the Rams go to the Super Bowl and play the Titans? 2000 or 2001? 2000 or 99 or 2000. One of those years. Oh no. So he would have been the Titans the year before. I think that happened. Then he was the Bills head coach. In 2001 to 2003. Then he was the Washington professional team's D coordinator, assistant head coach from 2004 to 2007. Then he was a Jaguars D coordinator in 2008. Then 2009, 2011, he was at the Saints. Then he was a D coordinator for one year, first for the Rams, then left for the Tennessee Titans to be a senior assistant defensive coach. Then he came back to the Rams, was the D coordinator. Then, yeah, then he went to the Browns, then served as an interim head coach, and then the Jets. So, okay, maybe he wasn't flamed out as much as i thought i thought he had another job in between the browns and the jets but i was wrong no he's doing right um but yeah that seems bad um that division i don't think is very good um i think the bills are good and that's it i I really don't think the patriots are good but that's just me yeah should i be starting cam newton this week in fantasy with him coming off of covid (laughs) um oh he's off of covid i think yeah i think he's cleared to play well, maybe then. Who do they play? Oh, uh, well, let me look. They play the Broncos. Uh, maybe. Maybe. Okay. Also, the <laughs> Dolphins running back. Big fan of the Dolphins. I don't. Mar is it Mario Gashkin or something? Also been helping me out in fantasy. The Dolphins one. Yeah. I think it's Miles Gaskin. <laughs> okay, that was close. <laughs> I knew it started okay, with an M. He's a running back from Washington, I think. I think yeah. he played for the Huskies. Yeah, no, I uh, he's he's done pretty well. I've so a quick update on fantasy football. Um, this year has gone actually so far, besides Dak Prescott getting hurt. Um, I'm four and one in two leagues, three and two in another. This is by far in the last I don't know. I feel like five years that the best I've started with all my teams, where I like have a winning record. Usually, I feel like the last few years I always started like one and four two and three and then i have to try to get out of it so like that's going great and i think one of the reasons is i've had some fucking solid free agent pickups with like this jets running back or the the panthers uh running back the uh davis mike davis um so like that's i guess that's my key to fantasy football is just be active on that waiver wire in the first few weeks um because that's when it matters most and then after that it kind of sucks because then you pretty much kind of know who's good and who isn't. It's the underrated part of fantasy, man. People just want to draft and think they're good. You got to do the follow-up work. Yeah. So, I don't know. It's um, going It's going all right for me in fantasy, but I'm not holding my breath, though, uh, because 
We all know how it can go south pretty quickly. Like my one fucking team. I have this happens, I swear to God, every fucking year to me on this team. Uh I have let me look it up. So this is the Dynasty League. I think we have six IR spots. And I've like two or three of the weeks I've consistently had all six filled. Like I have that many people have just gotten hurt. Damn, that's uh <laughs> that's pretty rough for the first five weeks of the yeah. year. So I've had a lot of injuries. Happens like what the fuck? Dalvin Cook's not playing today? God damn it. Okay, whatever. I'll figure that out. Uh, <laughs> that's basically it. Yeah. Um I guess Sean, you got any last minute comments on the NFL before we uh kind of wrap it up? Uh no, I'm good on the NFL. Okay. Um we'll we'll do a quick here. Um we're about out of time here, so we, we'll do a quick little update on uh, college football. Sean, what are your thoughts uh, real Man. quick on college football so far? Though I knew Iowa State was going to lose to Louisiana, like, I felt that was just going to happen. I've been pleasantly surprised by how well they've done this season. Um, yeah, they they look good since yeah. that game. They're, they're ranked again after losing to Louisiana, but yeah, they beat TCU, uh, Oklahoma, who Oklahoma's been – hit or miss this year but i think oklahoma beat texas so that's obviously a big win but their next game this next week uh they are um playing number seven who i didn't know they're number seven oklahoma state so that will be a real test of how good they are um but yeah no it looks like they're set up to do pretty well in the big 12 this year potentially could they finally win a conference championship and i don't know how long it's been for them maybe will it happen probably not but uh good luck yeah good luck um but yeah no it, it is you know they have actually looked good and i'm you know watching them play it's like okay i can see them actually beating a good team and not just blowing this they'll probably lose yeah to, they'll probably lose to kansas though but who knows <laughs> yeah fucking lose to kansas or uh i guess i don't know if kansas state's good right now but kansas kansas state someone like that yeah so um yeah, they look good. Um, Big Ten comes back next week. Iowa, I uh, I can say I haven't really followed them this offseason because I didn't think they would play. Yeah. Um, they have no longer have Stanley, which awesome. Um, <laughs> I wasn't a big fan of him. I thought he was overrated. Um, I'll probably miss him now that he's gone. That's how it usually works at Iowa. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think his backup is supposed to be like a pretty like highly touted recruit, so I think he's supposed to be good. Um, we'll see if he actually like plays. So. <laughs> Uh, I can't watch this highly touted recruit run some fucking power high and uh, run some nice play action for Kirk. It was underrated in the Stanley time how much they moved like to almost a spread offense a little bit. They've gotten a little more spread concept. I mean, they're not going to run the Big 12 spread by any means. Yeah. But they're not the Iowa that uh, they even were when I was there, where it's like, yep, we're going to run a power high, and you're going to throw the ball 10 times a game, and our defense is going to keep us in the game. <laughs> It still sort of is, but it's not quite that bad. Yeah. So oh boy. we'll see. The Big Ten is like stacked up top like usual, so we'll see if they're okay, if they're good. Um, I don't know. We'll see. I'm not I don't have huge hopes for them, but I don't think they're gonna be bad. Yeah. I don't I don't know what they're uh Yeah, I have no idea. I know Big Twelve or Big Ten or Iowa basketball is supposed to be um real good this year. Yeah, you want to talk about one thing in the state I don't care about, Sean? <laughs> well, yeah, and this is like supposed to be their by far their best year in like forever. 
that's great. Maybe the one year that the year before that they said this shouldn't have been my freshman year where I finally was oh. like, oh, I'm going to get really into Iowa basketball. And then, bam. Dude, look at this, though. I, I don't know. Maybe it's because they haven't played games, so they're not ranked. But this is who the fuck I was playing in football this year. Purdue, Northwestern, Michigan State, Minnesota, Penn State, Nebraska, Illinois, Wisconsin. So they avoid Michigan and Ohio State. Yeah, so really they have Penn State and Minnesota. Yeah. That's it. <laughs> it's one of those years. This is where Kirk gets his fucking contract extension at the end of the year because he swept some sure real shit. he has shitty... like a lifetime contract. <laughs> yeah, but this is like the year where like, you know, I don't I don't remember what they but it's always Kirk goes like seven and six, eight and four for a few years, and then the one year he rips off where he only loses like one game, but it's against all the teams who suck. And then they'll make it into the championship Big Ten championship game, get creamed, but still get invited to the Rose Bowl, and then just get whooped by uh um by Stanford and they'll make fun of him with the band. <laughs> you know, I've heard this for a few years now. I keep hearing this and the people who keep saying this are for their Iowa State fans and their Nebraska fans. And it's like, hey, guys, I understand you're upset because you haven't made it to the conference championship game in a while. Like, I get it. But guess what? You could still be proud of making it to a championship game. It means your season was pretty good. Just because you lose at the championship game doesn't mean that you fucking had a bad season. We're not playing Ricky Bobby here, man. You could have a good year and still lose in championships. All right. Fine. All right. Um, Sean, I think we were going to talk about some movies, but I think we ran out of time here. Um, you got any last comments? Oh, uh, good talking to Jordan. Stay safe. Wear a mask. That's about it. Yeah, you stay frosty out there, you know. Uh, it's getting a little cold out there, so literally stay frosty. And, uh, yeah, wear your mask, and uh, thanks for listening to the Pandering Talk. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Pandering Talk. If you got any questions, concerns, or comments – just hit us up on our Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter, all under the pandering talk. Thank you, and have a wonderful day.